I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Welcome to We Love to Hate Everything. I'm Jody, and along with my long-distance bestie, Amanda, we live to break down all the things we love to hate. Each week, we scour TV, TikTok, and pop culture and deliver you our unfiltered, snarky takes on everything. Take a moment to subscribe on YouTube so you catch all our live streams and shows, and follow the links in the banner to subscribe to our free weekly podcast and two Patreon shows, We Love to Hate TV and Total Request Podcast where you request the shows and we break them down. Once subscribed, you have instant access to our massive library of hundreds of past shows and recaps. We promise you'll love it. And listen, we're all friends here, so let us hear from you in the comments. We love getting to know you and we hope you enjoy the show. All right, let's go. Hello and welcome to We Love to Hate Everything. I'm Jody and I'm Amanda, and we both jumped on uh, on here about about two exact minutes ago. Uh-huh. So, and then I just had to do a fifty yard dash up and she down was, a couple stairs. Oh, my sister wise book is downstairs, and I was like, "You." She goes, "I'm going to go during the intro," and I was like, "I will. You will. I will actually like, murder you." Wrong bitch. Yeah, <laughs> I flowed it up and down the stairs. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm recording from upstairs because my kitchen is being, is getting debt granite. Bye-bye. Debt granite is gone. Oh God, it felt so good. Awesome. Yeah, Yeah, I'm very excited. It'll be a a week or two, so. And a new surrounding. Hello from Yellowknife, Arctic Ginger. Oh. That was on Ice Road Truckers, I believe. Right. Oh, we covered I that. I think. So. Sure. Wow, Lake Bay, Washington. Oh, you guys are amazing, Georgia. Yes, yeah, smash that like from. We love to hate everything, correspondent Jean. Amanda, how are you feeling this morning? Feeling feeling better. I have no electrolytes left in my body. Oh, I'm sorry. Do you want to fill us in a little bit, or just a little bout of? Well, on June first. Oh, by the way, happy June, 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 June. If anyone knows that Leslie Uggams video, if you don't know it, type in Leslie Uggams June and it'll come up. It's the best faking of gibberish you've ever seen. 
She's singing. Yeah, she's singing. June is busting out all over, and like the cue cards person like slipped and fell or something. So and she doesn't know the song by. So she's just like, and the and the rumbling river rishes and the honey 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 in the sand because it's gone. And you cannot you cannot tell by looking at her. the best voice. Shut up. Anyway, June first we got our payout for patreon so i treated myself to like a bougie dinner of (gasps) lamb ragu and calamari Uh, yeah and we could all pretty much take (laughs) it like it was like within minutes my stuff i was like my stomach doesn't feel very good and it's not like the ibs feeling it was like a something's it was a different like a throw up yeah it was like a a retching type thing and i was like okay i can do this and then it was like my mouth kept filling up with like saliva. And then after about an hour, I was just, it was food poisoning. And my mom, Amanda, you better, oh, you better call that restaurant. Yeah. I need to get rid of all that lamb, Amanda. So I didn't oh, want to yeah. be a bit. It's that easy. Throw be- <laughs> out all your lamb. And or calamari. I think it was the lamb though, because it's like, you know, when you get sick and you think of the different oh, foods. Oh, then you, you know terrible. what it is. Yeah. Because if yes. I thought about the calamari, I didn't feel sick. But if I thought about the lamb, I was like, so. Yeah, that's your body's way of telling you. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like, it, it knows what, what yep. made it sick. Um, So I called Skip the Dishes and they gave me a refund. And then they're going to deal with it on their end. So I don't have to nice. be an asshole. Yeah. Nice. And, and then. Ask, what is lamb rag- ragu? It's like, um, it was, it was, ex- it was $36. So I was oh. like, this this should be good. I yeah. thought it was going to be like a lamb shank, like on top of pasta, but it was like, I'm going to Okay. Oh, oh, okay. 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 It was like ground up lamb in this bougie pasta. And but what's was, ragu? Ragu is just a pasta? It's like, I think it's the sauce or it's the fact that it's ground up. Either way. Oh, okay. Okay. Better. Let's move on. Let's move on. So last night I went to um, Carling's like life partner, Lindsay, yeah. uh, they're, they're, uh, it was Lindsay's birthday this week. So I went to her party and I will say this one thing, I was not stressed out or anxious driving to this party. So at least we know the meds are working. The IBS okay. is kicking around, but um, <laughs> I was first to arrive. I'm like, I'm going to be 20 minutes late. And then I was still the first to arrive. <laughs> Cause I always fucking am because Daphne because if you're on time, you're late. Well, yeah, of course. You but need then a couple a minutes to, to adjust in the car, kind of like sit, take a breath, act like you're yeah. like organized. I need to get this important email out. I mean, I'll be my in friend, in a minute. Hold on. My friends Paul and Ben, and when I lived in New York, uh, we lived like a block away from each other, and they would ho- they would host a um, big Halloween blowout every year, but it was always on a, a, a what a Halloween what. <laughs> What I wow. what I did to Carling's bathroom last night. We'll get back, we'll get into that in a second. But uh, they I can they'd always have it on a Saturday night, and I always had church the next morning. My church job, so I would so the party started at like eight, so I arrived at like eight fifteen, dressed as a bee, like head to toe bee. Okay, and they were both like laying in bed, like not wearing costumes, and I was like, Wait, hi. What? And then I just kind of hung out while they got ready for the party. And I could definitely tell they were annoyed. How early were you? I was 15 minutes late. It started at 8. I got there at 8.15. And they were still in bed. They were just kind of like watching TV in their room. 
Oh God, that's but not anyway. Good, babe. Oh, so I go to this party last night. Um, it, uh, there's a lot of lesbians there. That's my kind of party. <laughs> it would no, it was great, I mean, and no, everyone, no men, anti men. In fact, there was one man there, and he left at some point to like drive his <laughs> kid to like some party. Shocking. <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> but what a thought. No, it was great. Like I like I knew three people there, and then everyone else was super nice, and it was a nice. It was a, a smaller group. And it was fun. I was having a great time. And then, and then it just, that IBS just hit me and I had to leave early anyway. Cause I had to like watch, um, I had to watch like the ultimatum and I had to finish, uh, Natalia okay. Grace so that we could talk about this today. But like, yes. so I got up and I'm like, <laughs> like Carla, she was like turning on the barbecue. <laughs> like, Hey, is there a bathroom? Like, farthest away from people and she's like oh yeah the basement i'm like okay i'll take the basement and then as i'm walking the other Lindsay's like no no no, amanda no that's the kids that's the kids bathroom you should use the guest bath it's much nicer and i was like okay so i went in there and there was just people like sitting on the stairs right next to the bathroom and what a <laughs> the text that you sent oh yeah to you said the funniest thing okay hold on my god <laughs> Oh, I just described what I mean. I was laughing aloud for, I mean, probably a good hour, like the aftershocks. I feel like Carling knew kind of deep down, but it was nothing he could. When you said, What's the bathroom furthest away? That's that's maybe I didn't say that. She said, There's one down there in the basement, and then there's one right up there next to five people, like sitting right outside the door. I'm like, I'll use the basement. Okay. But yeah. (laughs) Do you, should I just go back and forth on this text? Yeah, sure. Okay. Amanda, yesterday, 9.03 p.m. I just left Carling's girlfriend, Carling's GF birthday, girlfriend's birthday after three hours after immediately blowing up the bathroom, LOL. Room full of lesbians. Everyone definitely knew. I slithered out. So, of course, I do like the the Sammy sweetheart. Stop. You blew her bathroom up. You go, yes, dude. I said straight to Carling, where's the most private bathroom? And she said, basement. And then Lindsay says, oh, no, Amanda, please use the guest bath. It's so much nicer in there. And I was just like, okay. Um, and then I'm like, okay, what's, so which one did you end up using? I used the guest bath, which was surrounded by party goers. <laughs> the second I sat down, I loudly blasted out a rat a tat shit. Oh, no, it was like, it was like was a machine gun. It was like. The closing scene of Bonnie and Clyde in there. <laughs> oh, man, tat, tat shit. We all know what that's, that's like. like. the funniest thing I've ever read. Awful. And I, 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 I feel like and everyone said, like, I was laughing and you said, it's not talking. funny, Jody. I'll never accept into the lesbian community. But so people were like surrounding the bathroom. It's like the bathroom's like right here and then there's stairs like right here. Like if you walk up the stairs, you're like oh yeah, the you bathroom. Said they but, decided to gather like 227 on the stairs. Yeah. To just and I feel like out. the second I like blasted that out, the party went silent for like exactly two seconds. And then they all kept talking. Oh no. But like, you know, it's just kind of. It's just Could kind you of a run life. the water? I mean, everyone knows the water. You're not like taking it all a happens bath so fast. <laughs> it all happens so fast. I was more concerned about like the smell, honestly. And then okay, when I left no. the bathroom, I closed it so tightly. <laughs> yeah, you said I closed it tight behind me. <laughs> and then I was like, Carla, I need to. Like, I have to like, go. Your brow. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> and then Carly's like, 
I already know the answer is no, but do you want like a hot dog or a hamburger or something? And I was like, <laughs> no, I'm good. Other than that, though, it was a success and I didn't have anxiety at least. Okay, so the toilet was spared. Like, you didn't have to do like any major like cleanup. No maintenance was needed. I made sure uh, okay. I did a double flush. Because you're so efficient. Like, normally, I know by the time. Doing, yeah. Yeah, I wait. Okay. I wait till it's knocking. All right. Sorry. We should probably put like a trigger warning at the beginning of this, but sorry. Yeah, sorry um, if there's any new listeners here for the first time, but this gives you a pretty good indication on what this podcast is. So, okay. Oh, oh let's see. This is why I carry unicorn gold spray everywhere. I don't know what that is. Is that like a poopery, maybe? Julie said that Julie's like, you need to carry around poopery. But I'm like, but then people, people know the smell of poopery. So then. I feel well, like it, it's better than the alternative. And poopery does know. have like a cleaner, less air spray smell. I mean, of all the alternatives. Yeah. Um, oh, God. Okay. So, but <laughs> you said something like that you use bathroom cleaner as an air freshener. Well, right <laughs> in front of me, all, all I could see was like tile cleaner sitting on the, on the tub. Thank God. Thank God. Yeah. So I just kind of sprayed that around. So if okay. anything, the bathroom's cleaner. There's just like bleach splatters all over the wall from different cleaners. <laughs> and they're like, what happened in here? Anyway, I know everyone deep cleaning. Invite me to your next party. Awesome. She really just like gets into that grout. I mean, it's better as an adult at least. And at least like, I'm very open about the fact I have IBS. So it's like not as embarrassing for me, but like it still sucks when it happens. Sure. I'm just going to go out on a limb and say probably at least 21% of the lesbians there also have some sort of IBS. Sure. Not because they're lesbians, but because they're 40 year old women. Yeah. No, because we're lesbians at the party. Like 21% at least of any population is going to have some sort of like evacuation disorder. But other than that, I did, I had fun. Like I genuinely was having a good time. We talked about sister wives at one point and I was like, well, let me take this. I got this. <laughs> me, 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 me. My, 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 my turn. My, my, my turn. I was doing like crowd work. I'm like, you know, Robin, oh. Robin. Yeah, yeah, Robin, beaker face. <laughs> uh, we went to the whole thing. Oh, anyway, so that's oh, uh, how my week. Oh, then also on Saturday when I was uh, really going through it with the, uh, with the food poisoning, I <laughs> recorded an episode of Teen Mom and then I clicked end and it just, didn't record it was like <gasps> i wasn't looking at the lines no which is why, we, why you gotta snap you gotta snap at the beginning so you see the lines so that's that, the worst Been so i'll there. put out two episodes this week oh anyway. you're fine but it's you're ready fine. but anyway how have you been i've been really good uh my kids are now done uh, with school for the summer is that a um, blessing or a curse I feel like every parent says this. It's like you're looking forward to the summer and then you're like, oh, okay. Like, yeah, and, they're just and they're both like all the time at like puberty age right now. So, yeah, I was telling Amanda literally two minutes before I hop on here to record. Paige is like, oh, I'm going to my friend's graduation party at two. Can you drop me off? And I'm like, I have an appointment at 1 30. Like, you gotta give me a heads up. Um, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. It's going to be a, a different kind of summer for me, Amanda, because, you know. Yeah, but it'll be good. Better than last well summer. Nothing can be better. Nothing can be worse than last summer. So. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Um, but Great. yeah, so far, so good. 
right. um, I, I, I have a couple items that I would just like to touch on. And I don't think you're watching too much of this. So I think we can just blast right through it. Um, yellow jackets. You're still not okay. watching, right? So that's the other thing is that uh, I get home and Kim messages me and she's like, oh, are you still good for coming on tomorrow for, cause I forgot that I had like, cause I, of course I always agree to do stuff and then I just forget. Yeah. So I have to watch the whole series after we stop recording today oh. whilst in the middle going every two hours to water Auntie Debbie's lawn, Georgie. And perhaps, well, I mean, that, that only takes a minute though. That's so I don't thing, know. Yeah. Why yeah. Less that. than. Uh, uh, yeah. I kind of, yeah. I got caught up and then I, don't think I saw the finale like I thought I did. And I hate that. I just have no desire. But maybe, I mean, I'm already made it this far. So sometime this week when I have time, I'm going to have to go and, and and finish it out, I think. There's been a lot of I, stuff I was like the past two weeks that have been like airing that everyone's talking about. Someone's asking about the Duggar documentary. I do want to watch that. So let's put that on the list. Yes. Yeah. I definitely want to watch that. I haven't had time to do it, but I was just listening to um, friends of the pod, Justine mm -hmm. and Julie from resting bitch face. Go and listen to them. I honestly, I do love listening to them and I'm not just saying this because they're like our friends. No, it's, a, it's an instant click. Yes. They're like the younger, cooler version of us. Oh, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You like, looked like you were going to be offended for a second, but I'm like, they obviously are. Um, and, and Justine was saying that she was a little nervous about watching it, but she loved it and she really liked it. So um, yeah, I figure I'll, I'll finish it out. Let's see the relish tray surprise. Auntie Debbie hasn't tried to fix or repair Amanda's IBS. <laughs> ah, Amanda. Everyone's always got suggestions for me and it's like, yeah. It's kind of yeah, my life right now. Probiotics, the whole thing. Yeah. Let's also let's um let's promote. I mean, I I owe it to them at this point. Let's promote Carling and Lindsay's podcast again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's the least they, I can do. They're so. gonna need it after after the cleanup, right? Clean up, clean up, everybody <laughs> everywhere. Clean up, clean up, everybody do your share. <laughs> I used to have to sing that at Jimboree with a tambourine. Mm -hmm. um, Seventh Heaven, a lesbian recap. <clears throat> yeah. The first two episodes are out. I listened to both of them. They're great. They're both very natural. Obviously, like they're partners, so they are yeah. comfortable around each other. They don't seem nervous. And I said this to them, but like, it, it makes a huge difference to have two people in a room together because there is, even on StreamYard, Zoom was fucking terrible, as was mm -hmm. Facebook Messenger. But even on StreamYard, there's like a slight second delay. So then yeah. it sounds like we're talking over each other, interrupting each other, and we're not. And then we get a whole bunch of comments. Amanda needs to shut the fuck up and stop talking over Jody always. Like, no, there's like a, a delay. But it happens. Yes. And also, yes. speaking of yellow jackets, this mm -hmm. is what you're talking about. So, date with Dateline, Kimberly and Katie, um, they on their Patreon, but they're like deep diving. They're they on go YouTube. into. Or oh, I'm sorry. Well, right. Oh, I thought they were putting it on their Patreon too. I could oh. be wrong. Okay, I'm probably wrong. Um, I'm listening to it because you know, I, I I probably should just like play it when I'm at work in the background doing like work stuff. It's not a bad idea. Um, anyway, um, yeah. So they, but they're like going into like deep theories and deep dives, and so if you're into it, definitely listen to that. Yeah. 
And they're like smart and stuff. <laughs> they have insightful they things to say. Prepare and yeah, that yeah. kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, let's see what's coming up this week, Geordie. Uh, well, we recorded an episode for TRP, Total Request Pod. This, oh my I God. think there's only four episodes on Netflix called Mer People. It, again, I perfect mean, suggestion for us. Perfect yes. suggestion. Yes. It's a show that the people who are in it, it's a docu-series, but they don't know. They think the docu-series is going to put them in a good light. And it's not that they're trying to make them look bad, but they're not. But they're trolling them. They're Yeah, they're not in on the joke. They're taking themselves no. so seriously. And it is. Now, you guys might be shocked to hear this, but um, there was, what? what's her name? Heather, uh, the, the, the girl or the woman. Mermaid Sparkles? No, it wasn't Mermaid Sparkles. She started being a professional freelance mermaid 20 years ago. Oh, and are now, you going to say that? that get ready for this. Yeah, get ready this is this, so guys. <laughs> the professional mermaid empire, if you will, is a half million dollar industry. I know. A half, a half million, million dollar industry. Dollars. like that's not good babe worldwide after 20 years million dollars and i doubt they're even talking about profit they're talking about like gross net gross 100 yes and who who would have thunk it the whole series takes place in various towns of florida florida and then also also arkansas one of the mermaids lives in Arkansas and needs three jobs to get by working as a mermaid. Well, in Arkansas. One of the professional mermaids told us that even to be an entry level mermaid, you need to have two to three jobs to support being yeah. an entry level professional mermaid. <laughs> what the fuck? Which is shocking. In a half million dollar industry, you would expect, you know. Much more. Just swimming and <sighs> swimming in that money. Yeah. Oh, so anyway, so check that out. And All then right, also on Sister Wives, we have, I love that you labeled the episode, Oh, Robin I, is a bitch. I wasn't even going to look because this is season seven. First of all, she, her looks, and I hate to do this, but I mean, it's Robin. Okay, everyone relax. Yeah. Um, Mer People is on Netflix, by the way. Um, yeah. Robin from season six to season seven the beaker is setting in just everything is just like she's just really not mm-hmm. looking good at all the and muscles are starting to just tighten down here just more. all the way down um and she is just blatantly a horrible person she's not even trying to hide it anymore this is when no. she tells mary like i really don't know why you're going back to school because i just think it's kind of selfish i mean I thought you were going to be here for the business. Hmm. She tells she tells in her talking head. She's like, I just don't know what she's hoping to accomplish from this. And we're like, ah, uh, just accomplishing something. An education. Being proud um, of yourself for doing something. Self fulfillment. Uh, yeah. Getting the hell out of the cul de sac, and we don't even like Mary, and we're rooting. Possibly for her. getting a job that with money and actual money. Oh, God, she's horrible. Afterward. Anyway, spoiler alert, Mary ends up not going back to college. She ends up joining LuLaRoe. Huh. Oh. Well, she does get that really cool apothecary chest from Hobby Lobby. Their office. Tabby Tabby. What was that? That was me tapping. 
Oh, you were like cracking your office. knuckles, and I was like, Jesus. <laughs> okay. Oh, is that it? And then on um, Teen Mom this week, I'll, pro I'll probably just record it tomorrow. Um, <laughs> and then I'll, I'm also recording with Erica Hensel from Surreality Podcast. We've got a nice, we've got a nice little world of podcasters here. Um, I'm recording with her the next episode, but we're doing Teen Mom OG Season 5, Episode 4, New Kids on the Block. New kids on the blocks had a ton of hits. Chinese food makes me sick. Do you remember when we went into that dive of um? Oh God, what was the name? What what, what was uh uh L L? What was the name of that group? Did we so have a, have we had this conversation LFO. before? L oh LMFO. No yeah. no LFO. Oh whatever. Uh anyway, so that. But then the episode I'm doing with Erica is the first appearance of. Here I am, Amber! Matt Bayer here to save the day. Yeah, I was an addict. I brought seven chihuahuas. You got a good wife! You got a good <laughs> wife, kid! You gotta tell someone! Yeah. <laughs> so thank you, everyone, camp. for your patience on that. Oh, those um, were the good old days. That's it. And then also, uh, smash that like! Yep, that's right. Um, okay, so we talked about yellow jackets. Vanderpump rules. Let's talk about it. And then we're going to save Obviously. Natalia Grace for last because we will oh, be talking about Natalia Grace. Do not worry. My God. Uh, okay. Vanderpump. Nightmare. We're still going to get a part three, we believe. But part yes. two. Oh, this is all stars. It's the same colors as Vanderpump. Uh, part two, Ariana, or no, I'm sorry. Rachel comes out at the end. I don't. Okay, I don't get why all of these guys have have slept with her. Like, I just don't, not even like looks-wise, she's just beige. She's just like, meh. She's definitely pretty, but she's, you can tell she's a bitch. Her and Robin Brown are cut from the same cloth. Oh, I, I think she might be dumber than Robin. There's just like nothing there. She's just yeah. beige. Yeah, she's not as, there. like, calculated as Robin, because Robin has, like, a brain cell. But right. it's also just hard, it's hard to watch Vanderpump, because we both got in right at the end after we already knew that she was a horrible person. So it's, like, impossible to not view it with that lens. But I thought it was a great episode. James, the amount of coke he's doing in okay, that Okay, did not catch on to this at all. Yeah, neither did Nick. So he was high on cocaine, you said. You, how could you not tell that? He doesn't have I to don't... pee every five minutes. He has to go to the bathroom. Now, obviously why, doing coke. like, just to keep it, like, up? Or is he going to, like, crash? Like, what happens? Well, yeah, when you do cocaine and you come down even a little bit, you, like, think you're going to die. Because all oh. you want is, like, that. You want that level. And, and he's getting heated. So he's like, okay, well, I need to go do more cocaine. <laughs> Because <laughs> uh, if you notice, every time he comes back, he comes back and he's like, I'm sorry, Andy. I love you. I'm so sorry. Sorry about that. I'm sorry, Lisa. Lisa, you're, you're my favorite person. I'm so sorry. Okay. Well, and Lisa like, needs to get out. Bye bye. I can lift her right out of the show. I don't need her. But yeah, and, no. Andy just keeps saying, James, just stay in your fucking seat. That's all like, you have to do. Can't he just like go like, <clears throat> or something and like. No, you would need like a lot. Everyone would know. Do you have to sniff it or can you like ingest it? Like, could it be like, like a rub it? Oh, no. Well, then it becomes a different thing, I think. What is it? Know. Oh, okay. I don't know. <laughs> if anyone knows in the comments, let us know. Yeah, let me know. Mary P asks, Have you ever known anyone on Coke? No. 
You probably have and just didn't know it. I'm not on Okay, I haven't done so. Like no, I was like referring to you. Like (laughs) have you? Like you have, but I have never seen you do it. I I would stop you. Just say no. Just say no. I don't know. Anyway, I do. I don't. I don't do it anymore. I'm Um, 40 years old. Okay, but yeah, no, I really like Ariana. I think she's coming across as very smart, put together. Uh, I, I just like her. Lala is a lot. Oh, I she's love her. a lot. Um, Shana, as Watch What Crappens always <laughs> yeah, says, Shana. I love her Shana voice. <laughs> Do you notice that she's sitting in her seat like in a very particular pose that would hurt my back so much? Like she's definitely trying to do like um. As like, you said that, I just realized I'm just like fully possible. just like laying on my desk. Sorry. Um, really? Okay. So she's very like erect. Yeah. She, you can tell she's just trying to make like a lot of shape with her body. Like popping that oh, ass. that like? Like she's trying to be conscious of like. I actually don't know because my I've body has no before. shape other than just like. Brump refrigerator. Wow. It's Shut true. Up. It's been, it's always been true. Uh, anyway. Uh, mm-hmm. Different, what? What? What is the relish tray oh, talking about? Um, for cocaine. Different effect oh, for from brain to stomach. Interesting. Mm-hmm. All right, you can well, also like, I think you can also like, inject it into your asshole and then it makes you high. I knew. Really I knew. Don't do that, babe. Don't do that. <laughs> Oh my God. Can you imagine? I'm not. <laughs> Lindsay and Carly would have walked in there and it would have looked like a blizzard hit their bathroom. Just don't, don't do it. Jesus. Um, yeah. So anyway, I'm, I'm going to stay tuned. I feel like a lot happened in part two, but it was just kind of continuing part one of the reunion. I am really interested to see what part three is going to be about. My only question is how many costume changes did Rachel need to do every time they went to her? She was wearing something completely different. Yeah. And like, and also like, if I just want to be like, I understand that like the reunion's 10 hours long and she, she had five hours probably to watch this before she had to get ready, but she's wearing like this fancy sweater that would give me instant pit stains. And like, is that, that's your comfy outfit is a thick ass sweater. And it's like itchy. It's kind of itchy. Yes. airy wispy but then she took it off oh and then God. there was like two li- yeah. and then she had um there's like a shirt that was like i'm just like oh awful shoulders like this mm. yeah like a black you're shirt. not comfortable babe hanging up come on just put something on the shoulders right um and then she had on the blazer yeah and then she, Bla- blazer she had on green slouchy dress that she comes out in blazer Robin. i loved She's when james right? was or not james tom when sandoval was like i just can we just have a moment like just the two of us god god yeah, on tiktok they compared him to napoleon dynamite like jeez. Uh-huh. and the producer's like no like you understand that it's this is like the biggest thing yeah this is what we're all here for we're not here to hear about james's uh, sobriety journey or Lala's ex-husband. You're the story right now. So if you and Raquel are right. even 50 feet away from each other, we're filming you. No, but like this isn't fair. I need a break. The camera's on my face. Yeah. And also uh, James Schwartz. Uh, Tom, what's his name? Tom Schwartz. God, I yeah. hate him. I hate him yeah, just as much as Sandoval. He's he scummy. is gross. Yeah. 
And his stupid glasses, like, I'm a nice guy because I have glasses. No, you aren't. Ew, ew, I hate him. Yeah. And I don't I know think why you probably, like Katie. I think she's they'll going probably to. all like forgive Schwartz because like that's at least forgivable. But like I don't know what they're gonna do next season for filming. But I mean, because nobody's yeah. gonna film with Sandoval or Raquel. Rachel. Right. Well, but that could be that could be really kind of funny too. Just the two of them doing their own stupid thing. Cause you know he's gonna end up hating her. Well, because it's not fun anymore. The, well, exactly. the reason it worked so well because it was like it was a scandal. And but she now doesn't it's like, seem oh. like fun to hang out with. Hell like, no. tell me a good story, make me laugh, say anything at all. An original thought, yeah. Rachel. Anything. What's yeah, your he's favorite gonna, color? In her tiny little studio apartment. It's with her cool and now he's lights. like fuck. Yeah. That's like a whole story. So like every middle school that. boy has in their bedroom is her apartment. No, it's like a recurring storyline. She brings it to Vegas at one point. Her light? She yeah, she like brings it with her everywhere. Oh, that oh, what a cool personality. Yeah. God, cool. she's horrible. She's old sucks. are you? She anyway, sucks. she sucks. Uh, but I can't um I, yeah, I can't wait for um, this week. And I've been watching, I said this last week, I think, but you can watch it if you don't have like cable or whatever. You can watch it on TikTok. You can usually just find someone who's like holding their camera oh, up to yeah. like a TV screen, which is like not ideal, but you know. Hey. Desperate times. That's what you gotta do. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, do you have anything else before Natalia Grace? Because I am. So I do. This. I think I dropped the picture of it. Oh, the ultimatum. Oh, yeah, yeah. So fill me in. Are, I haven't. Got are you watching that? I haven't got a chance. Okay, well, I'm hooked now, and Carling and Ooh. Lindsay both love it. Um, okay. I think it's really fascinating because it's interesting. It's also interesting that women, when they talk to each other, can just be so much more comfortable talking. Like on, like we just met now we're going to talk one-on-one -on -one, than when it's like a guy and a girl. Oh, it's almost like women are more, what's the word? Like evolved. Intelligent. Yeah. Smart, evolved intelligent. Yeah. Have feelings. Yeah. So mm. it's interesting. There's like definitely a villain. Um, yeah. She, uh, the, the villain, I've only seen two episodes, but the villain's name is Vanessa and she smells like this. And she looks like, like when she smiles, she looks like Adina Menzel, which which I think is why it annoys me so much. Or Adele oh, yeah. Nazim, sorry. Mm, uh, Adele Nazim. Yeah. <laughs> the was... wickedly talented Adele Nazim. <sighs> so anyway, she sucks. But like all of them are like very attractive to me. There's this girl with the biggest fucking knockers I've ever seen. It just seems like Lexi. <laughs> And okay. like she seems awful at first. I'm like, ugh. And like, cause her and Vanessa are kind of into each other. But then at okay. at one point, Vanessa says something, and Lexi's like, "Ew, like you're like not a good person." And so she like saves herself. And now like Lexi's my favorite. But again, I've only seen two episodes. But I shall be binging the rest again. I was pooping for the okay. whole week, so I didn't have time to watch any of this stuff. Oh, uh, let's talk. And okay. Then, uh, also, my last thing is that the Barry finale aired, and I don't know why you don't watch that show because it's fucking brilliant. But okay. I think it's okay. I'm gonna write this down. All the Golden Globes. Really? Yeah, well, don't write. Don't write it down. If like like Nick writes stuff down. 
I want you to actually watch it. I am. I'm actually making a list. Well, I think Nick actually has a list too, but he doesn't actually okay. watch it. Well, he's not putting our suggestions on his list. It's only four seasons. He can knock that shit out. And they're only 30 minute episodes. Jaudy. Do I have to watch all the seasons to enjoy season four? Like, can I just jump yeah. in at any certain point? No, you can't oh, just jump okay. in. Definitely not. There's okay. so much. They like wrap up everything. Uh, but okay. yeah, let's get into the, the, the Bella Double. Oh, I mean, this series is everything. It, <gasps> I mean, drop whatever you're doing, put it all the way down and get yourself. Now, I was able to watch it on um, Discovery Plus. You're yeah, watching not it in on Canada Max. Yeah, I watched it on Max. Yeah. Um, I got so a message. From, to watch I got it. a message from HBO Max, by the way, today saying, "Oh, there was a problem with your your uh, the cards you're using. So please log in to choose your payment." I'm like, "Have I been paying for HBO? <laughs> I've been paying oh. for it for like five years." Oh, <laughs> and I've so been, been using my use login, it. and I don't even know what my login is. Yeah, because I can only use I can only use it on this computer because I have a VPN on here. So I'm just using yours. Sure. But I apparently have my own that I have no access to. So that's fine. But yeah. Okay. Everyone watch this. All right. I mean, okay. Let's just get this out of the way. She does have Build-A-Bear boots. Oh, I was, I was just going to say that. Build-A-Bear okay. boots. And just so you guys yeah. know, if you're like, oh, yes, yeah, someone said that about Alina on 90 Day Fiance. That was me first. That Jody was me first, first. And then Reddit, someone heard it and put it up there. But yeah. Just like I said, Beaker Face first. You did say beaker face first, and everyone steals our material. But anyway, doesn't matter. She definitely has some built dem boots. Um, okay, but of course, I mean, the real star of this docu series is Father Michael. See, I was watching this last night, and I was like, see, I just don't, I don't think I can ever date a man again. I just don't think I could. I just, I think they're all. I don't trust any of them, and I think they're well, all on him. He's. He's a classic narcissistic psychopath. And he, what are those or, eyes called? Um, Sampaku. Sampaku eyes. A hundred percent. Where you can like it. see the whites at the top. Like All this. the this way around. Like the original Runaway Bride with the like, yeah. right. Um, okay. He's insane. He's maybe allegedly. Gay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's I don't just, know if he's gay. He's just, he kind of just has like an effeminate affect, but but I think he I, also I, deeply hates women. I think he 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 has a rage issue. Oh, a like, I don't think person. I think if he went to therapy like today for the rest of his life, there would be no fixing him at this point. Like he is already off the deep end. Well, yeah, I mean he's. Yeah. Okay. I mean, let's just like go to the the narcissistic part because he doesn't realize that everyone watching him is like, you're crazy. He has that Cody Brown part of him that are like, oh yeah, me and my, me and my attorneys, we're bros. This is like, oh, it's like coming home. My friend. Yeah. Yeah, best friends. My buddy's upstairs. My, and the, the most classic part that illustrates that is when they're sitting with the, it's the three attorneys. Michael and they have the donuts and the one attorney's eating the donut 
And the other attorney's like, put the donut down. And he like makes a joke. And Michael's like, he's just eating donut classics. I didn't really get that donut part because and then also kind You're of before one of us, Michael. Before You're he puts not... the donut down, he takes one other one other bite, which is like exactly what I would do. Um yeah. But uh Mary P says, Isn't he married to a woman right now? Uh yeah, but like that doesn't mean anything. I, I think it is because he really does want to be with a man, but he knows like a man would probably call him on his shit. And like women yeah. are I mean, you guys know we're he all needs to be the alpha. alpha. Exactly. Like really I mean, go above and beyond. I mean, look at all, all these way with sports cars. Obviously, only a straight man is gonna drive those cool sports cars. <laughs> totally. Um, also, okay, so oh, ooh, here's my biggest thing that I noticed. Um, have you seen the documentary? And if you haven't, you should I think it's only two episodes, maybe three, but uh on Lorena Bobbitt. Yes. I think it's just called Lorena. And yes, I that a while has ago. been and it and it completely changes the story for you. It's like, oh, she completely was within her rights to do that. Yeah. Oh, uh, he was because he was a monster. Severely but, abusive, right? Yeah. So the guy, what's his name? John Bobbitt. Right, John Wayne. He's they're both right. getting interviewed, but he he um it, during his interview, I'm sure they interviewed him for a few hours at least. He has like this big gulp next to him, uh -huh. next to him, and he's yep. just getting drunker and drunker as the thing goes on. And this fucking guy did too, Michael. Michael, he also mm -hmm. had like a little like yeti thing with a straw, and I'm like, there's no way there's not alcohol in there. Oh, you were yeah. thinking that there was also a little price tag on it. I realized so like he went out and purchased props and like a new little Mr. Rogers sweater for this performance. And obviously at the end, I get that the end was supposed to be like a jinx moment, like a Robert Durst. Oh, we got him on when he's like, oh, that's a performance. But yeah, we figured that out the first episode that you're putting on this insane like the tears and when he would wipe his tears he uses his old arm to oh god yeah and i've seen it all before like i've seen this i'm, I'm unaffected by you uh platinum no, says i'm not wait oh oh i'm sorry off. um platinum said i'm not sure where we're going yet when amanda says she doesn't think she can date men again but i'm there too not a lesbian unfortunately men are such a bummer yeah that's yeah that's where There's i'm at some good ones out there that. I think they're all disappointing <laughs> at the end. Uh, anyway, yeah, <laughs> Julie here says men are so disappointing. I'm happy for the next generations, though. They are getting better. I, I would agree with that. Charlie. Yeah. Charlie's yeah. never going to break someone's heart. I think he's going to get his heart broken. Oh, though. yeah. Left and right. He will. Yeah. Because no, he's no. such a sweetheart. No. Um, wait. Yeah. So what I skipped episode four, maybe whatever, whatever episode ended with that cliffhanger of the hot mic moment can you explain oh. to me what what that was was it even anything that was at the end that was at the end of the whole thing you mean like after the verdict no you'll have to remind me of that because that was I, I got watched that the second before i fell asleep but no like right in the middle where they're like up on the stairs and they didn't know they were being filmed and they're like oh well, okay so, so the son the son that's living in the creepiest basement ever my god my heart is breaking for this he's not a kid, whatever. He's like a young adult, but the fact that he's living in this basement and it's not even like a finished basement. It was just cold and dank. And it's, there's no an episode of sex in the city like where Miranda goes to Steve's apartment and it looks exactly like that. And she's <sighs> like, and he, and then she, he's like, 
you never have to come here again, Miranda. And she was like, thank you. And I was like, what a bitch. But now that I'm 40, I'm like, no, that's unacceptable. Yeah, it was just sad. And I'm, mm-hmm. I'm maybe he chooses to be down there and maybe he doesn't. I don't know. It's just a, oh, it's just sad. But he went upstairs and he was talking to his dad saying, um, yeah, he forgets that his mic is on and he's saying like, he doesn't, he knows his mom was abusive and he doesn't want to have to like te- testify against his mom, even though he knows that she was abusive. And then he says the example of, I know that we're not going to talk about how she pushed her down the stairs or something like that. Kicking oh, down the mom the stairs. did. Okay. Yeah. And then he's like, Oh, sh-. like I forgot that the mic is still on. So that was that hot mic. I didn't think it was that not, wild. Not yeah. But at Never. the end, those last two episodes, five and six went like, so remind me what happened at the very end. Is it over now? Is there yes, more coming? Six episodes. No. So that's it. Yeah. So you saw where they found him not guilty. Right. Because they weren't allowed to say that there was a, a which is another insane Crazy. thing. The main part of it. Yeah. She's not 21. She was like 13 or whatever it was. But regardless. Okay. I have two. I have two regardlesses. She wasn't capable of taking care of herself. Like she was clearly disabled and was like getting worse. So like, that's not great. But on the other end of it, like, yeah, even she might've been 13, 14, but she did like stand over them with a knife. And like, I think she definitely had psychological issues. Yeah. Well, and did that happen? Did it not? Yeah, because she went to like that psychiatric place and they diagnosed her with like personality disorder. But remember, uh, but well, this is the whole thing is that when she allegedly or or did do that, right? She wasn't 15 or 17 or however old they were saying. She was actually six or seven. So what they're saying is like, if uh, two adults are telling you that you did this, you did this, you did this, and you're six or seven, you might start getting confused, like, wait, I did do this, I didn't do that. And then you don't remember all these memories from six or seven when you're interviewed, interrogated about it 15 years later. Now, so like, uh, I, don't, I don't know. Maybe she did do this. Maybe she didn't. But I, I do think she had psychological issues. Lindsay last night, and again, sorry, Lindsay, about your bathroom. Um, she said last she made a really good point that actually did make me... because. If on our group chat, we've all been arguing back and forth about the, about if she was an adult or a kid. But I do kind of believe she was a kid, especially after watching the episode, like, about the neighbors, like, when she lived in that. And just, like, how all the neighbors. I love that one old bitch that was like, my God, we just couldn't get rid of this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I get stuff. it. I get it too. There's been like you're scared to leave your own house because Natalia's gonna fucking hobble up to you and like start talking to you. Even though she was only 13 that they figured out at the time because they found the mom. Obviously, she gave birth. They know how old she is. Um, still a 13-year-old could be really intrusive and annoying and awkward. And she's got some sort of psychological, neurological issues. Right. Plus living on her own at 13. Right. And so what Lindsay said, because Lindsay has two kids, like both are teenagers. And Lindsay's like, that's how kids are. They're annoying. And I'm like, yeah, no, that that, that does make sense. Because like, I don't think adults want to talk to their neighbors no. or like sit and wait for like, because they're, you're a kid and you're just desperate for like attention or 
companionship. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I just, I do think she had some sort of, you know, like I said, some sort of, um, I don't know, issue. I, that's all I can say. Issues, something's off. I think they had this fantasy notion of being like the the hero parents getting lots of attention because I, I think the dad might like getting attention. I don't know. So being seen as like this savior, we're going to adopt this girl. Like that like, heart be family. part of our family. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. From a uh, broken heart. Cindy Peterson then, said she was born in 2003. They put her in the apartment in 2012. So she was nine. A gr they show her birth certificate. What more, like, do we need? The Ukraine isn't, like, that far behind. Not in like, 2003. Yeah. Yeah. It was a birth certificate. They, talked to her, they, found her they found her fucking birth mother, did a DNA test. Yeah. Yeah. And then when, um, I just want to go back to when they had the verdict, and Michael calls the oldest son to tell him about it. He's like... <laughs> The son's like, okay, so you're not guilty. It's done. He's like, yeah. And you know what? They went into that jury room and they just were like, no, he didn't do it. They said, I cleared of everything. No, now you're making stories up. Okay. Like, you don't know what happened in there. It, it very much gave vibes of we did it, Joe. Oh, we did it. don't you dare. Don't you dare bring Kamala into this. That's just like a very Cody Brown. Like Michael is, is all, he and the jury, they just like had this. Mm -hmm. This vibe going with each other. They're all tight. They're all friends. Yeah. Tet -tet -tet. Um, uh, when the, the beating of the ground is crazy. I was like, Jesus. He's got to yeah. have had, he's got to have broken like his knuckles doing that. Right? Oh, when, he, when the producers give him the laptop that he's going to play of later there's another little person who's living in a hoarded home and i feel like that was so exploitative i felt bad for yes i okay yes no yeah and he oh, had that little hot wheels like scoot along little plastic thing that looks like a motorcycle that i think he scoots around his house and i'm like you guys like that's mean even i wouldn't say that i think he, i i think he came across as likable at least yeah except when he started talking about about how he got like kicked across the room because he was pleasuring a woman uh and he's really good at something i don't remember that part but um also uh, the fact that they had they had like this little person playing natalia in the flashback so they don't <laughs> show the face but it'll just show like a hand come into the frame and it's like can we get it or someone like scooting along with like a, yeah. a walker or just like okay, i don't need the like, reenactment like, i think someone just put their arms into build-a-bear boots and were like boom, 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 like when they were showing the feet um no, the so mom they... made the son uh piss in her bed too that was a fun story to hear and okay. i completely believe him Oh, I totally believe him. And I'm not condoning that. That was insane. But also, again, she was taking her poop out and smearing it on people. Huh. Who does that sound like? I don't know, but I do have a, a hankering for some pineapples with milk. Don't touch my pineapples and milk, with, John. With a, with a huge industrial flashlight seated next to you. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Totally. Um, okay, so no, but when they tell him to hold the laptop, and they're like, okay, hold the laptop, we're going to play something for you. And he's like, uh, how much do you like this laptop? Do you have another one? Like, he thought he was like being really fun. They're like, why? And he's like, 
because I'm going to throw it across the room. No, I'm serious. I will throw it across the room. Oh, you will? He was trying to be like, I'm a man, but also I'm really funny. He's so freaking weird. And then the baseball bat. Thank you. A random cat says baseball bat. When he just took the bat and like, he, he was sits wielding down it. it. Yeah, but he sits down with it like, I'm a big boy. I'm, I'm a man with my bat. He's, like, and then rough, he just he's stroking the bat. <laughs> that was his man moment. Oh. Yeah, you're when not he walks out of his car, when he pulls up to the courthouse and he's like, room in his Cody Brown sports car. And then he walks out and he's kind of like pigeon-toed and he's kind of like a toe walker. And he just has this like, walk that does not fit this manly man image. God, he's the worst. He's Freaking a lot. Yeah, and he definitely, this whole thing was not well well done, Ugh. well handled by the courts. Okay, now the sexting. Okay, you were shocked by that? I was like, this is what sexting looks like. Well, I, I didn't expect it to be, like, thrown up there. And even if this Christine, Christina, was it Christine or Christina, the mom, uh, even if she did send those, like, you... I feel bad for her that those are now being thrown up in a documentary where she's like, there it is right there. See, and I, th- like, I texted you about oh. that and I was like, cause I was in my feelings and I still hadn't seen a whole bunch of stuff, but I was like, I don't, I don't feel like she did anything wrong. Isn't it? Like, isn't that the oh. one power that women have over men is that we can like use sex against them. I don't think oh, that she's like, this they should be doing person. it, but I don't want to see it. Right. I feel I feel bad for her, but we don't know anything about her because we don't have her story, or like we don't know much other than what Crazy Psycho is saying about her. And then at the end, when they say that they didn't have enough evidence to charge her with anything, but they sure did for him. So it's like, yeah. Mm. Oh, oh, hold on. I mean, wait. Let's just get to the part where he's like, "I, I was a victim of sexual abuse." Okay, victim of sexual abuse. Did she? Did she, and the way he just like gesticulates all big, he's like, did she violate my body and use it for sex? No, but she would withhold it and then she would send me things and egg me on. And and then he like starts crying about how like she didn't want to have sex with him. And that's sexual abuse. Like, Come this is on. how men justify women yes. holding sex because and we're not like, feeling so I, connected I, with them. I had to cheat. I, I had to cheat. I had to go seek other people out because she was she was withholding. This is her Sandoval. This is Sandoval. They and justify like he's it. about it, and he does his arm like this, just ugh. and how he married another woman. Another woman fell for him. How? Well, ladies do better, but he's yeah. clearly, we can all psychotic. do better than this. All of us can do better than this. And, and he had, a, um, did you see his wedding ring? He had a band and then he had a band over it. That was like an infinity symbol. It was just very, yes. Yeah. Cool. And I was like, Oh God. Yeah. I mean, could you imagine him in prison though? You know, his attorneys were, first of all, they were shocked that he got off. Yeah. They're like, Holy Stunned. shit. Yeah. <laughs> I know. But totally stunned. Um, but yeah, he's not, he wouldn't last a long time in a, in prison. No. Oh, here we go. But, oh yeah. Here's the quote. I got a wee bit addicted to porn. <laughs> Gross. This is just like such a, 
my ex did all this to me too. You're withhold. You're withholding. Like I had to seek it out because you were keeping it from me. I'm like, well, you would be missing for three days and talk to me like I'm an idiot. And so I wasn't really horned up all the time for you. Hi, Tracy. She, she was teasing him. She sent a text and he said like, oh, I'm going to need a spank you. Mm. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's where I was like, I can't, I, I feel like I'm getting into their personal business. I am personally finding this on their phone. And then, okay, I'm not trying to say this as like a funny thing because I, of course, I bet some of you, at least, your mind went there. Now, when the little person, man, I forgot his name, um, when he's talking about talking to her and, um, like, she was, like, pleasuring herself or something, um, I noticed that, like, his um, his range of motion is not very far. Like, I don't... Like, he wouldn't be able to ever touch himself. So like, Oh, how... I never thought of that. I'm sure they can. No. We can what, all figure what? out. I can't. Like, using I household items? How? Household items? What does it mean? I think boys, like, will just, like. Uh, Nick Weiger from the Doughboys podcast famously oh, fucked an apple when he was 13 and he fucked it so hard that it exploded. <laughs> and it's a story they tell like every month on that podcast. Okay, well, let's use that example. He wouldn't have been able to get an apple there. He can't place well, the apple there. Let's not get into logistics of uh, little people. Let's just stick with the Build-A-Bear boots. Okay, well, I just want to also say, I don't know how they would like wipe their tushies and stuff remember i sent you that tiktok of that little person that like showed how she did it oh yeah she used like a back scratcher or like tongs she, like shove it and then kind of like tongs. twist around i mean yeah do what you gotta do oh okay well listen other people are, are giving suggestions warm apple pie you can yes. rub up against the couch yeah um, there's a movie about it, someone says. American I'm just, Pie. No, well, I know the warm oh, about pie. Right. Yeah. Oh, this is really interesting. Okay, well, I don't know. You guys do some research. <laughs> Let us know if you have some some the hard different answers. ways to the, the different fun ways to masturbate. I, I just really did feel bad for that guy. I feel like he really got exploited in this. They didn't have to have him in his own home like that. They could have gotten an Airbnb and filmed the scenes or something. I just thought that was really kind of shitty. Um, just speaking about um, pleasuring yourself, remember when I sent you a text about how I had lost my vibrator, but then I found it and it went to... Uh, charlie's computer and dave was sitting next to him and they both saw it oh wait i said this right i, I said that. no i said oh i found my vibrator it was like somewhere and you were like stop 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 and i was like what the fuck you're like i gave oh i gave them my computer so that they could like look up something well, but online. i was teasing you yeah you 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 uh, initiated the whole fucking conversation. So then even when I met Dave, I was like, he fucking knows that I... No! I told you that they did, but they didn't. 
and you were freaking out. And I was like, oh, just kidding. You oh, you that never said, said just kidding, yes, babe. I yes, I did, babe. You did not. This is yes, the first I am hearing of that. I fucking hate you. I know I told you that. <laughs> well, well, that's good at least. That's good at least that your son didn't see that mom's best friend and business partner uh, <laughs> what she does in her spare time. You probably think it's like a car part or something. I swear, I, I think I, I said yeah. like, oh, I'm, I'm sure a 14 year old boy doesn't know what that is. Anyway, um, not, not, not my googling. Is not my googling. <laughs> never. What? Okay. Uh, what else is that? It before we get into the Burke. I believe so. Yeah, let me check my notes here. Oh, we have to get into sister wives news and gossip. Oh, oh, and and babe. Gary's yes. Graham. Let's do that really quick. Oh, I some great pictures Gary's of Gary Graham Shirley from Teen Mom. If, if anyone isn't caught up yet, he fancies himself somewhat of a chef extraordinaire. Just some farm uh, fresh tomatoes. Just a little look Sammy. At this, one. this one looks like a vagina. Fuck Gary. Ew. God. A vagina with like a with dead vagina. With like Ew, some kind of like that? major disease. Oh, well, it says um stuffing stuffed pork chops covered in herb gravy. Obviously, it's a gravy, gravy, babe. <laughs> that gravy is not moving from the top. But as pictured earlier, this was the end result. Yes, these are big ass chops. Christina and I shared one, and I'm taking the rest to Mama at work. Oh, Carol, sure. You shared one, Gary. Come on. Please. Sure, girl. You shared with Christina. She sure. said it was delish. Um, how about this one? Looks like it's it looks like he jizzed all over it. Ew. Okay, well, first of all, who puts three spinach leaves on the side? That, he laid them spinach? out. It greens? Is that greens or is that spinach? Presentation is everything. Just some supper. Thanks for sharing with me at Christina Shirley. This was definitely a banger trying to use up the extra heavy cream parm and chicken we had. Great to know. What? I mean, who doesn't have extra cream Parmesan chicken laying around? You don't need to use parm in any kind. Like, Parmesan cheese will last for, like, two years. Christina gobbled it all up. There is three spinach leaves, which you know he didn't eat. Gary, please. It was just for a presentation. Please. Here's Please. one. Just some homemade cheesy fries for the win. Thanks for sharing at Christina Shirley. God, stop calling Christina out. I did not. I thought that was like some sort of spiral noodle pasta with beef. Right. Or this is kind of what my lamb ragu looked like. Um, oh. This is cheese whiz melted poured over fries. Oh, wow. What an idea, Gary. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too 
like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. One last Where's one. All... Oh, just a little breakfast today. Just a little. That's his favorite thing. Just a little of this. Just a little of that. Two eggs. At least two pancakes. Fries. Bacon. And then underneath everything is two enormous slices of ham. Oh, I didn't even spy the ham there. We okay, call was... this the family plate or the can't walk plate. The Christina. The Christina. Okay. Definitely the share plate, but I still can't walk. Ha 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 ha. At Christina Shirley. The can't, what do they call it? The can't walk? Yeah, because after you eat it, I think it's just Gary constantly trying to make us believe that he gets full at any time moment of time yeah bullshit gary i mean like if i were super hungry i'm sure i could probably finish that whole thing not that i would want to right but gary come on the can't walk and also workshop that name a little bit the can't walk that's bad Um, one last item of business it's summer and it's beach time jody so i I know (laughs) no you have to look i'm I'm getting lies to you Oh, okay. Where it's supposed to be on the beach. Can you, Let can it you describe, describe this picture? This is of Howie the Crab, everyone. Howie the Crab. Is she trying to make it look like it's digging in the sand? Yeah. Making a sand castle. Yeah. What is on They're sentient. It? They're sentient. It's that same um, Super Mario Brothers uh, mushroom hat. At the so beach. close. Howie, well, now I like almost don't feel bad for Howie because it should have just run. It has a leash ocean. on Jody. Oh, okay, okay. So again, this is so freaking mean. Even if it yeah. wanted to go in the ocean, it can't. It's a huge tease, yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> like people like, cry over Finding Nemo and losing or whatever Dory, but now Howie the crab is. This is hilarious. This is like the equivalent of like kidnapping someone and then like taking them up to their own door with yeah. their parents on the other side and then just like on a leash. Them away. On a on leash. leash. <laughs> this is like May and Nicole and Azen. 
where May had her her backpack uh, leash. Somebody request, somebody please request a 90 day fiance for uh, TRP. Now, um, we have a listener. I just need to see what she wants us to call her. Because, okay, Okay. uh, one of our listeners went to um, Savannah's high school graduation where Cody and Robin (sighs) attended. And she sent us pictures. She said it's okay to use the pictures, but um, she said, she her i uh, instagram account is at underscore smile the number two day underscore so smile okay. today um so check her out but here we go uh and she said and so she, what she told me was janelle and cody and robin did not sit together like they were completely separate and she posed mm-hmm. for a picture with robin which i'll put up in a second but robin was a total bitch and like she was walking by her and she's like robin can i take a picture really quickly and robin goes quickly <gasps> fuck you robin no she one likes scoffed at a yeah. quickly wow mm-hmm. wow All right, so here's one picture I mean, Cody's curled out. He curly curled it up for this. Oof. Um, here's the one with her and Robin after Robin <sighs> scoffed at her. Mm. Okay, and then first here's... Of all, do we not have we have like the most gorgeous listeners ever. Yeah, I know. Oh, I know. Oh yeah. and this person's great. This person did not attend this to troll. Um oh, they're she like actually, actually there. Yeah. They were like she stalking her. Do this to okay. stalk, yeah. Stalking is not great or funny. Okay, but anyway, um, yeah, this is trust me, Janelle. Janelle. Uh, happy, it's awesome. I think it's awesome. Yeah, it was really great. It was really great. <laughs> Does Janelle have an actual camera too? Is that what she's holding in her hand? No, that's her cell phone, I think. But yeah, oh, great. it's so Janelle. God, I yeah. love that. And she, of course, was happy to Robin take a picture. Scoffed. Quickly. Quickly. quickly oh where are you going i know what do where you have to are do? you going savannah doesn't even want you that you don't say, go no one here. wants to see you yeah bye or cody and cody was wearing his uh if you can see wearing the fucking his amulet yeah you can't see it in this picture but you can see the chain and he was wearing that, God, so. his hair you gotta cut that cody woof look at the tone of his skin compared to robin it is uh, that's unhealthy. He has like some sort of uh, blood flow issue. <laughs> right? That's no, horrible it's not good. I mean, it's it's less tan than Mary, at least. Um, hey, we got a new listener. I haven't seen this name before. Toby One Kenobi says, what's up, ladies? Huh, it's oh, nice. I like that. So I have a couple uh, sister wives photos that I, I found. Um, oh. So this first one immediately i looked at it and i saw myself now if you remember on our halloween episode where we dressed up and oh, i had, remember yeah. oh you remember right and i kept going like mm, this is me right yeah. yeah yeah oh god you look exactly like i know <laughs> i know but she's using a cl- obviously so much you remember, i went here. like this and i went yeah and i look like her do it the other way though no, the, the other hand, just so that you can match her. Does it look like you're... Oh, yeah, no, sorry, the other way. Other way, first what? way. I want you to... Ma- yeah, like that. That's, oh, see, that's I was my... matching her the other way. But anyway, uh, yeah, so there she is. Um, also, it looks like Leon might be at the B&B. 
Okay. Um, Hashtag pandemic. Yeah. We need to stop with this in general, influencers, young people under the age of 30. You're posing. This isn't like a natural, I'm going to lean against this yeah. railing. This candid. Yeah. And this isn't photography. I don't know no. if, if Leon took this, like had someone else take it and set it up or if Audrey took it, but this is not artistic. Um, I just, I, I can't with any of this. And then there's one where Leanne's looking off. <sighs> okay. I think um, the only picture they've ever deleted from their Instagram was the clam bake picture. And this isn't anything like, I just, Leon in general, watching the old episodes where we're watching it now is, <sighs> requires a lot of energy. Um, speaking of a lot of energy. I saw that picture eight. and I was like, that's my worst God, this is what up. So this is Madison with way too many babies. Uh, she's got little Ooh. baby Joey, I guess, is the youngest one. And then there's her daughter, Evie K, Evie Cody or whatever. And, and then the there's Avalon. And then Tony and the Kelties, little ones in the front. I mean, look at the chub a lub on that. That is like... What your I face like looks up though. No, no, no. I, I, I I'm like not the... dissing. I'm saying like, I love the gymboree in the summer when the babies would come and they would all just be in little like short onesies like yeah. this. And you can just see all the little Michelin man chub. Very yeah. cute. Baby needs a little haircut, the one on the right, but I mean those are like thigh chub and arm chub that you just wanna like put your lips over your oh, mouth and just chew on like that nom. On my own, not, not someone your else's baby. baby. Okay, yes. No, oh God, no. I'm not. You don't want to mouth kiss this baby. No, and like I feel like I don't know. It probably tastes like Cody or something, so I don't want to get into it. Um, but then there was this one where uh, Leon drew this for Gwen and Gwen's fiance, right? Mm -hmm. Gwendolyn's fiance. Yeah. I don't really get it with the eyes closed. I'm sure it's like some funny thing. But everyone's like, oh my God, this is the most amazing art ever. I'm not that impressed. Like, I don't know art, but I don't think this is like the prettiest art of all the art. I was just going to say this is the prettiest art of all the art. Um, I mean, if somebody was like, oh, I'm going to make a portrait of you off yeah. of memory, I'd be like, yeah, no, thanks. Don't. Oh, please don't do it. You and I have talked about this. Biggest fear, like, yeah. okay, like a tank of spiders. Um, heights going to like the bottom of the ocean like open water yeah something super high and someone doing a caricature of me on a boardwalk or anywhere and then hand the two of us I, I would i might hang up a caricature of both of us together well, it, it's that episode of pen 15 that we loved yeah where they get the caricature and then they're like oh are we it's like every <laughs> i mean oh god it would be I would say you and I would do it for like a bit, like do it for the podcast, but that shit's going to, it's going to linger. It would wreck me too much, I think. No, it would cut us to the core. Even though we try to laugh it off, we're yeah. tossing and turning for the rest of our lives over that yeah. one. It's still in the back Just of Just like mind. that TikTok account in Los Angeles where they drive down the street and they scream out compliments to people. Like, <sighs> you're under arrest for being the too hot. I'd be yeah. like- 
What? I'm just oh, they're like, hey, before. yeah, you're nailing it today, gorgeous. Love your hair. And yeah. everyone's like, oh my God, thanks. You and I would be like, okay, so they're saying that obviously because I'm fat and ugly. Like, clearly. They're joking. Was, they're trolling. It was me. on like a Sunday morning before a live where I happened to run to 7 Eleven to get like an orange juice or something and I uh -huh. had makeup on. But 99% of the time, I look like shit. And you're public. going about your day. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, like sleigh boots. I'd be like, oh, great so now they like think my legs are as thick as boots and i just like yeah. fucking fat and they're all laughing about it in that car and i just waved and said thank you and really they're all making fun of me um anyway. are you ready to get into the book I, i'm ready i am ready okay i love that everyone's saying like yeah no no caricatures at any time this is janelle's chapter so let's get ready okay oh trusty janelle okay trusty janelle you got oh your trusty apron. I have boot loop. So good. Okay. God, that that really is an ever so trusty apron. Oh, you're muted, babe. <laughs> oh, Janelle. Oh, you, know, you, you know Janelle does that all the time too. Yeah. I'm not so I'm not gonna tie up the strings. Did you know that this um, apron has like, oh, I have it on backwards, but it has one enormous um, uh, pocket, like right in the front, like just one huge oh. pocket. Here it is. You put your little recipe card. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and speaking of uh, Chanel's chapter, right? Chapter 14, page 222. Would you like to begin? You too. <laughs> All right. Yep. <clears throat> um, once I converted to the fundamentalist faith, I realized how easy it is to be a Mormon in Utah, even though Mormons only make up 15, 50% of the population there. That's a lot, babe. Yeah. Yeah. Only what? That's a, that's a lot. Um, I've read that an estimated 80% of the lawmakers in Utah are LDS. When I married Cody, I was no longer a member of this dominant group. I was fringe. I was an outsider. Oh, Janelle. In polygamous communities, there is a great deal of cultural fear. People my mother's age regularly shared personal experiences of having their families split up by the government. Although I'm sure that's all not true. Um, these stories had a great impact on me, and I became very worried about someone finding out I wasn't like them. I kept my head down. I rarely discussed my family and private life with outsiders or colleagues. The Sister Wives television show, which changed my way of thinking and brought me into the public as a polygamist, was a slow and gradual evolution. Of course, I was nervous about exposing our family. However, the more we talked about the show, the more enthusiastic I became. Well, we I wonder why that is. The one who, you know, does the books for the family is like, yeah, oh, you know, what? Yeah. 20 grand that would help. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah we could. Not be in the red for once, so that's good. Well, I don't know about that, babe. Well, I mean, that's true. Well, Janelle does wear... That was probably, like, her her call for help. Her red button-up is like, guys, look at the clue. We're not yeah. doing good over here. The money at least let them pay their minimum credit card payments for that month. Oh, God. Or their taxes. I mean... I don't know if they're paying well, taxes, honey. So, um, on something. 
Maybe. While we were okay. filming the first season, I got swept away by the project. Yeah, that's how I described Janelle in that first season is swept sw- away. Just carefree and fancy yeah. free. Yep. Uh, it was exciting, Jody. A new yeah. energy had been injected into our lives. I was so caught up in filming and all the coordination that comes with mobilizing our entire family to move as a unit to various shooting locations that I didn't give much thought to the fact that the show would eventually be seen by, we hoped millions of people i wasn't nearly as afraid while we were filming the first episode as when we finished suddenly the show was done they were editing it it was going to be on air there was no turning back the summer before the show aired i was stressed out beyond belief well yeah that we know that that goes with that 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 we know yeah there she is many of our peers had parents who were put in jail during the government raids of the 1950s there had been no recent raids on our communities the raids in texas was on an flds community a completely different group from ours but the stories in our cultural memory suddenly took on a new life for me especially at three o'clock in the morning when I was lying awake in bed or, or wearing a poker visor and crunching the numbers (laughs) to a single light, light bulb. (laughs) I couldn't put my worries aside, even going so far as to seek counseling at one point, this annoyed Cody. Well, you know why? Because she could spill the beans on what an abusive piece of shit he is. Well, and also women women can't improve. They're just crazy. That's all that we need to know. Women are just stupid and She should be at home taking care of the kids. Logan needs your help, Janelle. God, Gwen, I'm still kind of watching Gwen's lives or her her recaps. Yeah. And she's still being way too nice to Robin. But she did say it definitely wasn't fair to have Logan be the father of the family. She was like, he was our dad. And she said that like absolutely good. And now we said it. Uh, This annoyed Cody before the network announced our show as part of the fall lineup. Cody told me, Oh wow. Oh wow. Guys get ready. You need to think more positively. This is a positive thing for our family, our faith and the world. Jody, just be positive. And then all good things will come. Robin think about being happy and you'll be happy. Just like when Robin was praying to God for a rental and then this million dollar house showed up. Yeah. And then Janelle had to, and Janelle uh, maxed out her savings to give her. The oh, right. The whole rest of the family then was like, oh, let's give her everything we have. So that Robin. Um, I tried, house. but I'm more of a realist than my husband. No. (laughs) After my concerns about my family, one of my gravest worries was about my job. I'm completely career-minded, and working means a great deal to me. To make things more difficult, I worked for the government in a job I loved. If there was any employer who would fire me, I was sure it would be this one. In Utah, everyone always assumed that you are Mormon, especially if you don't drink or smoke. Since I was raised LDS, it was easy for me to be a chameleon at work. I could talk the talk and walk the walk. Janelle, you savvy little sex kid. I wanted to seem Mormon enough not to draw attention to myself. This was easy since I understood conversations about aspects of conventional Mormonism, such as visiting teaching lessons and wards. While I understood this sort of office chatter, I always stayed on the periphery of these conversations. That makes me sad. 
sometimes I try to throw my coworkers off the scent about my religion. What? They didn't care, Janelle. No, but Cody's telling them that. Don't make any friends. Just listen yeah. to me because, yeah, they could turn on you. I disassociated myself from all forms of Mormonism, LDS, or fundamentalist. I started drinking Michael. Whoa, guys. Kofefe. What? Coffee. Um, I sorely needed caffeine. Wait, I started drinking coffee. Some Something Mormons are prohibited from doing. I sorely needed caffeine at work when I had five kids under the age of six. I'm not sure what my coworkers thought when I started drinking coffee, but they never asked me about my faith. Nope. I promise you no one noticed that you were drinking coffee. No one cares, Janelle. No one. Cares. No one at all. I would never notice if somebody that I worked with for 10 years never drank coffee and then just started drinking coffee. It wouldn't even like click in my head. Okay. But that said, they are living in a population full of Mormons. Of Mormons and yeah, but still not, this is like the thinking of like a middle schooler. Like everyone is watching me. Everyone's paying attention. Sure. To me. Yeah. No one, um, everyone's thinking about themselves and being, you know, stupid narcissists. Before we travel to Los Angeles to introduce sister wives to the public, and they're talking about the upfronts, the oh. upfronts, uh, the public, the I still days. hadn't come clean to my coworkers and my superiors about either my lifestyle or the show. I was nervous about having this conversation. Cody told me not to bother. He urged me to let them discover the show on their own. We had no idea it would become front page news in Utah. It's not in my nature to share more than necessary, but I felt that the ethical thing to do was to tell my supervisors the truth about the show and my family. I figured if I was to be terminated, I wanted to allow them to do it discreetly before Sister Wives began. Uh, pass gas. Mm. You know why Cody's saying don't worry? Because he's like, oh, we're going to be millionaires from this show. Don't yeah. worry about it, Janelle. 100%, yeah. Cody knows business. He knows that oh, it's going to go up here. That sign one time. It's never going to go down here. No. The market's always here. Always. I waited to tell them until the day before we left for California to announce the show to the Television Critics Association. After all, I wanted to keep my paycheck as long as possible. It took a moment for my bosses to get over their initial shock. Not only was I a polygamist, because I didn't look like one. I was going to be a public one. After we finished talking, they went to the human resources department to see what should be done about my situation. The people in human resources, you can say HR, Janelle, we know what it means. We get it. Yeah. The people in human resources were very open-minded. They told me that as long as I never mentioned my job, what I did in my private life was up to me, even if my private life was going to be on television. That's yeah. fair. Well, yeah, because they can't fire you for your religion. Also, I think that Janelle would be like a perfect employee. You know, she's working overtime all the time. She's coming in early. Yep. Yep. She keeps anything her head keep, down. Yep. Doesn't anything to she keep her away from kids. any part of this drama. No, no, no. You want to keep Janelle on staff. Uh-huh. She's trusty. I was thrilled with this outcome since I had been expecting the worst. Contrary to conventional belief, Utah is quite diverse. My coworkers were a mixed bag of races, religions, and sexual persuasions. Oh, Michael. So Janelle. Sexual persuasions. When I came out as a polygamist, I was delighted to discover no discrimination in my workplace. 
Because no one cares because everyone's there to just <laughs> clock in and clock out and get the fuck out of there. As I see it, God loves everyone equally, regardless of lifestyle, religion, or race. Interesting. She didn't say sexual persuasion there. <laughs> oh, I honey, I thought you were going to tell us you had cancer. Oh, I love Best response to somebody coming out ever, by the way. I was glad to find that my superior seemed to hold the same opinion. Despite everything, I was still unbelievably nervous when it came to announce the show. At the Television Critics Association, we waited backstage while they played a clip from the show. After the first clip finished, we were ushered onto the stage in front of a room full of critics. There was no going back. Immediately, wow, this is like some big... Uh, so, Big names here. There's a, there's a spelling error in the sentence, by the way, that you'll come up on. Oh, spelling. wow. And that's a, that's a bad one. <laughs> this is like a blatant misspelling. Okay, so yeah. I'm going to read this as it's written. Immediately, a journalist from the Deseret News in Salt, Lake, in Salt Lake raised his hand. Aren't you worried that you're going to jail like Tom Green, he asked? Okay, also, this is like, I mean, a little time capsule here. I'm guessing mm -hmm. it's supposed to be desert news. Of Utah course it's people? supposed to be desert news. Of course. It's, it's desert. I'm going to look it up. S-E-R-E-T. There's no way it's desert. Where is it? And it's italicized. Like you should definitely get that correct. Okay, Scout Pipe. It down. is desert news. Oh, is it? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> We're such assholes. Like Janelle. There's a spelling error coming up, yeah. idiot. Dumb. They're so dumb, dumb. Oh. <laughs> Robin edited this one day. Color me corrected. All right. Okay. Okay. I mean, we shouldn't have doubted trusty Janelle. If anyone was going to edit their chapter. True. That is true. It, if it had been Janelle. a Robin chapter, I wouldn't have even looked it up. Yeah. Um, okay. So Tom <laughs> Green. We got a Tom Green reference. Wow. This my is, bum is the on Tom the gum. Green My bum is on the gum. This is I my favorite show. <laughs> we both get Again, we know it's that's not the same Tom Green, but Janelle didn't seem feel a need to correct. Oh no, is she? Oh yeah, she she does explain who he is here. Okay, okay. My two greatest fears coalesced into this one question. Good job, Janelle, with a coalesced in there. First words. off, the world thought we were criminals who would be sent to jail, and even worse, we were being compared to Tom Green, an independent Mormon fundamentalist who had been jailed for statutory rape after marrying his 13-year-old stepdaughter. But ending these sorts of repulsive comparisons was reason enough to go public with our story. Although this was precisely the reaction I most feared, it also told me that what we were doing was necessary and right. Have you At ever first, seen, I, I kept getting these on TikTok, um, Tom Green and his family on Judge Judy. Oh. You can like look that up on TikTok and you'll get like okay. They went on Judge Judy. I don't know why. I think it was more of like they weren't sued for anything, but Judge Judy was just kind of there to like yell at them. Really? Yeah, you should look it up because I mean, I fucking love Judge Judy. Oh, she's one of the people. Like, if I was Wait. stuck in an elevator with five people, she would be one of them. Oh, speaking of, speaking of like powerful women, did you notice the woman in the Natalia Grace documentary that was like full Hillary Clinton? She, she was had like a bob on her throat. She's she had a blue pantsuit and she had her oh. legs like spread wide open. And she's like, yeah, that mug. Guy. She had a one fingy mug. 
you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yes. I was like, this bitch is pantsuit nation if I ever did. Oh, did yeah. But she, she definitely had a bubble in her throat kind of voice. Michael Barnett really lucked out with this one. He was off the hook. Do you know what I'm talking She had a bubble. Like, I never a, noticed the bubbles bubble. until you pointed out, but now I notice it with Sheena. And, and Sheena and a bubble. And a bubble. <laughs> Yep. By the you way, to to uh, surviving sister wives, Corey and Carly, they're coming up to McKelty and Tony's wedding in the oh, recap. I can't wait. I can't wait. Yo, yeah. Try slide chase, kid. Okay. Uh, you might get hit, <laughs> get hit by, by a stick. A stick. <laughs> um, oh, okay. Um, but but ending these sorts of repulsive comparisons was a reason enough to go public with our story. Although this was precisely the re precisely the reaction I most feared. It also told me that what we were doing was necessary and right. At first, we were all taken aback by the journalist's question. After a few seconds, we gathered our composure. We're nothing like Tom Green, we told the reporter. That's why we feel we have to tell our story. After the show was announced to the public, TLC began to air promotional clips on a pretty steady rotation. Naturally, they wanted to draw as much attention as possible to the show. So they chose the soundbite where we briefly discuss sakes. Michael? Is this where Mary what? says, uh, we don't go weird? Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, women and women together is so weird. Wow. Wow. I bet they were just doing it all over the place last night at that birthday party, right? Oh yeah, it was. Just, I mean, it that's was what a, gay people do. It's just so oh gross. Yeah. Please, uh, we had decided to address this issue head on, no pun intended, and quickly get it out of the way so we could move on with the rest of the show. But the brevity of the clip made it seem as if we were going to come out with something really juicy and salacious. I think this is the first exclamation point Janelle has ever used in her life at the end of the sentence. And even she didn't believe it as she put it in. Salacious. <laughs> of course, the truth was just the opposite, but the promotional ad started to create serious waves in our community. To TLC's credit, when we told them it was making our day-to-day -day lives more difficult, the network changed the clip immediately. We felt so honored that our requests were taken seriously. Well, get ready when for our, your editing in later seasons, babe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when our church prisoners. community saw the preview, they, were understand, they understandably became upset. Many hadn't been thrilled with our decision to do the program in the first place, and now they were worried that we were going to be sensational and improper. Once they discovered that we intended to fill Robin's wedding reception, some members became even more concerned. Pass gas. The wedding. Oh, by the way, this is something that Jean, correspondent Jean, um, yep. did, has said, um, that which makes sense. Um, the wedding was on a different day than the ceremony. She has like, Robin has different hair, and I think it possibly a different dress, but that's why, like, she's at home. The up down. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's why like, she was at home, like yelling at the kids. For the well, I'd be yelling at Aurora every single day. Aurora, sure. yeah, can, like, go away! Yeah, Aurora, out. Um, uh, they thought okay. The wedding ceremony. The wedding ceremony in either a fundamentalist faith or in the LDS Church is sacred and private. No one outside the faith is allowed to witness the ceremony. It's never discussed. 
The promo for our program aired shortly after the HBO series Big Love had filmed a sensationalized version of the temple ceremony. So when our church community got wind of the fact... Mm. Getting bubbles in my throat that cameras were going to be at Robin's reception, they were alarmed. Eventually, we managed to convince our fellow church members that we had absolutely no intention of sensationalizing either our lives or Robin's wedding. Our plans were only to film the reception and show our collective happiness at Robin and Cody's nuptials. Like, if I were those collateral rings, yeah, yes. Were, were Robin, I always remember that because her jaw looks the most strong in that like, moment. <sighs> and her jaw is like, Quagmire! Giggity, giggity. Um, also, like, if I was Janelle <laughs> and Christine, I would want to be filmed le- le- less than possible because they were wearing potato sacks oh. for this wedding. And what, what color dresses were they? <laughs> Like, we get it. You're the Brown family. You don't actually have to wear brown. She's so proud time. of that name. It's You didn't accomplish this name. You just happened to be born into a family with the last name Brown. Yeah, brown and purple. Brown and purple all the time. Soon after the show aired, I noticed that we already had an impact on the way the world perceived polygamy. I was flipping through the TV directory. Of course, Chanel... <laughs> Chanel flips through a directory. They can't, yeah. they don't have, they can't say TV guide, the TV directory. But even God, like, do you remember, oh wait, this, I mean, talk about like a little time capsule here too. When you would like get that part, I know ours would come in the Sunday paper. Yeah, like of course. It wasn't a TV guide. Like that was pricey. That was a subscription that you had to get. Oh, I never it was just got like the that TV guide. weekly, whatever. Yeah. And you'd be like, oh, what's on Tuesday Tuesday night and flip through. Yeah, I had it memorized. That's a whole other thing. I only had four channels, but listen to this, Jody. I was flipping through the TV directory looking for something to watch when I came across a show called The Lost Boys. The brief blurb described the show as being about members of the Warren Jeffs LL fucking Christ FLDS sect. This was progress. A few months earlier, I'm sure that the description would have been about polygamous Mormons. So Janelle mm. thinks that the, the Brown family is responsible for that. Yeah. Yep. But now people were beginning to differentiate between the sects and understand that we had nothing to do with Warren Jeffs, Jeffs and his abusive practices. Although the show helps the public to understand our faith a little bit, it also led to misunderstandings within our own family. I don't think anyone in the family was prepared for the emotional toll of our couch sessions Gwen said this to you on her YouTube channel she said like I don't know what it is about that couch but once you get there like you there's somebody there asking you questions that nobody's ever asked you and you finally get to like it's sad the way she describes it it's like someone actually cares about what you have to say and your opinion and what you yeah what your experience has been Suddenly, what was supposed to be a lighthearted look at our fa- our fairly normal family turned into an investigation into our emotional scars and private struggles. When we set out to do the show, we imagined it would be something like 19 Kids and Counting. Oh, that's which a great show. kind of is like that, though, isn't it? Like, they're in the same realm as the Duggars. Yeah, oh, for sure. Which follows the daily life of the Duggar family. Oh, guys, get the- ready. Get ready for this description. 
the show is light and frothy um, <laughs> uh, with an oof, emphasis, uh, emphasis on family. We thought our show would touch on the sweeter side of our life and never probe beneath, beneath the surface. We were totally unprepared for the reality of confronting our issues in front of the TV cameras. Yeah. The Duggars agree. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Initially, these sessions were intended to allow us to recap events on the show, but we found that we were unearthing emotional hurts that we had skimmed over to keep the peace. Mm. There are times when we don't want to watch our words and put our feet up in our mouths. <laughs> My perfect example of this is when weird... Christine... Yeah, our, our, our our feet, feet I mean, that is the mouth. correct way to phrase that. Yes, but it, it sounds... just sounds weird. Normally you just say like, put in like... But no, okay, whatever. But the, the, my best example of this is that time where Christine's like talking to Robin about how like she was insulted that Robin didn't want them to raise her kids, and Robin goes, "Are you being serious? Yeah, and you know that Robin and Cody tried to get that cut from editing. Oh yeah, like when Matt Bayer was on Las Vegas, which is the episode I'm doing with Joan, by the way. Where he's like, "Who do whatever you whoever you need to go to, do whoever you need to blow to get that footage removed." it okay oh god he's such a piece of shit yes. Amber's wearing a hat in that episode i remember uh when cody when cody lets oh here we go jody we go. when cody lets slip that he had selected robin's wedding dress himself even after even after mary christine and i had taken her shopping as an important bonding experience christine was devastated and walked off set princess the show has fucking asshole I know. Yeah, that's well. That's nice. Like you even Christine gave should have like, been like, "You serious?" Robin's like, right now? Robin doesn't say. The show has has to fit into an hour of television, so the necessary edits made it look as if she returned immediately. I can't. They should have put this in the show, but I think oh, they were still trying to a make black screen. Black screen. Nothing happens in a black screen, and didn't return for four hours. I, I just know. got pimples imagining any black screen. Well, you got pimples because you're imagining that family herp. That's why. Goosebumps. What do you call it? Goose pimples up in Canada. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So the necessary edits made it look as if she returned immediately. The truth is <gasps> that she didn't come back for three days. Days. <gasps> Good for her. Stand mm -hmm. in your power, y'allses. I was in a production of Fiddler on the Roof and I was from a Sarah. So I like had like a little singing part, but my only line was three days. And every, every night I would do it differently. Well, three days. Oh. Like the constable comes and tells us like you have three days to evacuate Anatevka. And he walks out and my, my one line was three days. Well, three days. Three days. Did you ever do like a three days? Let's <laughs> have a fucking kid. <laughs> okay, we have way too much fun with each other. I, I don't think fun. anyone else enjoys that joke as much as we do that office reference. Oh, the office references. I mean, please. Ugh, we were a mess after that. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we were a mess after that session. It took a while for us to heal, but we are stronger for it. Okay, girl. Mm. Um, past gas. Oh, okay. Sorry. Robin is ugh, like, this is just painful. Any sentence that has Robin in it, I immediately just, ugh. Robin is usually instrumental 
after a particularly difficult couch session. Oh, she is. Mm. She felt we, so bad. We really give her mediation skills a workout because Cody tells us we have to. Sometimes she starts the healing process right there on the set, not letting us leave the room until we've settled whatever troubling topic our producers asked us to talk about. Do you know how annoying that would be? If yeah, I'm like, I was like, not your place. Yeah. yeah. No, I Give need a, a minute. Second. Yeah. God, what a bitch. Misunderstandings within the family are not the only problems that have cropped up in light of the show. The way the media perceives and treats us has been something of a surprise. Educated, intelligent people have made strange and off-color comments that have not just shocked us, but offended us on a very deep level. Can I just say also, going back to that Robin thing, that is deeply manipulative. Because Robin is the one who causes all the rifts. Right. And then she pretends like she's counseling them through it. Like, oh, so... Christine, you feel that way? No, no. We she all gets love them you. all piled up, and then you—they want to just have a moment to process what just happened. Yep. No, let's mediation. Yeah. Misunderstandings within the family are not the only problems that have cropped up in light of the show. Oh, yeah. Sorry, sorry about that. <laughs> a little Robin moment. <laughs> You're fine. Yeah. Dumb, dumb. <laughs> Woman reading. <laughs> When people hear the word polygamy, their minds often jump to salacious con conclusions. Janelle likes that word, salacious. Somehow I can see Janelle really getting into like romance novels, like the ones with Fabio on the front. Can't you see? I was just going to say that, like those old timey ones. Yeah. That, like tucking in with a good little, little saucy one. Or Danielle Steele. Not Steel. Fifty Shades. Not, that's just, that's Danielle Steele. My mom used to read Danielle Steele. Yes. Oh, I love it. Um, okay. For many, for some reason, many intelligent Americans cannot differentiate between a healthy polygamous family and a man cheating on his wife or even a harem. Mm. On our first publicity tour during a pre-interview for a nationwide talk show, the interviewer asked us some unbelievably personal questions about our intimate lives. We were asked about whether we compare our sex lives behind Cody's back and if we could comment on the difference in the intimate natures of each marriage. Our publicist jumped to our defense and demanded to know what woman in her right mind would answer the sort of questions we were being asked. Our publicist pointed out to this interviewer that she certainly would not ask the same questions of other reality show stars, not even on the most sexually provocative shows. We were so grateful to her for stepping in because I'd been left speechless at the interviewer's complete lack of tact. I can't imagine what the question was. Like, Ooh. I'm sure it was nothing. Like, I'm sure it yeah, was well, non-offensive. Is there anything he does that you all just like laugh about or like the like, size of Do you regularly get tested? Do you oh. use protection or birth control? What? Like, grasping their pearls oh god ew well i mean we've also kind of wondered what i want to know all that stuff i don't really care about cody's like coached answers yeah. i want to know about the sex stuff of course i understand that people want to know about our private lives everyone always wants to find something scandalous in something pure 
I hope that the show has firmly established that we are involved in four separate marriages and we keep our personal intimacy as private as possible. None of us want to know what goes on between Cody and another wife in their private time. Well, we do. Maybe not you, but. Right. Also, know. that just shows and also like Robin knows. Oh, yeah. Robin knows everything. Of course, the show has made it more and more difficult to remain unaware of how Cody and my sister wives behave in their individual marriages. In fact, since much of our lives is televised, I'm confronted with a great deal more of these other marriages than I was comfortable with in the past. I have to do my best to fight the impulse to compare my marriage to those of my sister wives. There are certain things on the show that I am not comfortable watching, such as Cody's intimate moments with another wife. In parentheses, Robin's honeymoon certainly falls into this category. How long was that honeymoon, by the way? Was that um, I think 11, uh, days? 11 days, Jordy. Uh, Gwendolyn, Gwendolyn just did that episode, and she said, too, she's like, that's outrageous. She's like, how long is a honeymoon supposed to be? She's like, not 11 days. That's but remember, Jody, Chris, Christine asked Robin, did you need it? And Robin said, yes, I need it. Giggity, giggity. Yes. Mm-hmm. And they also came out of the dressing rooms in their wetsuits doing that same God. And, oh, remember uh, when they went to the zoo and they were making out? And they're like, and the Jewish are like so romantic. I mean, look at the tigers and the lions, and they just like they're polygamous too. Perfect place to take Robin, by the way, since she admittedly hates animals. Uh Crimery right. Crimery says, Does he watch his pee-pee in between? Ew. Yes, that's what I want to know. I do I would want to know that though. I'd be like, did you take a shower before you put it in Robin? Well, f- for sure, Robin. Robin makes him shower immediately coming in. She's like, Oh, did you just trust truly? Like, make sure you get in the shower first. But I feel like she makes him not shower before he goes to another wife's house just to like oh, be part no. of it. Oh, she's gonna hug him. Do you want some granola? You want some granola, Cody? Cody granola. Just she to wants. Get her, um, she wants to spread the herpes as best as possible. I feel like she wears a lot of um, like Victoria's Secret body splash, and she wants that scent on him. Oh, obviously Victoria's Secret, or like a like a Faith Hill perfume or something like she likes that danielle danielle marie says i I think he baby wipes it and calls it a day probably um okay i'm not a jealous person but i just don't care to see how cody and mary or cody and christine interact this has always been one of my personal boundaries it's the problem of apples once again here we go jesus The show has made it necessary for me to find the security and strength to not want apples simply because someone else has them. If I want a pair, I'm going to ask Cody for a pair. Well, Cody needs to grow a pair. Oh, nice. (laughs) Even though interviewers often try to dig for something juicy and salacious. Salacious. Number three in this chapter. In our private lives for exactly the kind of thing we never discuss. I enjoyed myself on our publicity tours. I love watching the behind the scenes efforts that go into our show. I enjoy learning about the marketing and media of the business side of reality TV business. Since I handle the contracts for our family. Shocker. Shocker. 
Oh, I feel like she's got like a like a fountain pen and a quill, like signing things, editing oh, contracts. And she keeps that information like in a lockbox. Oh, she's hidden. got it in a, in, in, in the, the filing cabinet next to her bed that she uses as a <laughs> nightstand. Oh, yeah. I've acquired a lot of knowledge about the financial side of the entertainment industry, something I never imagined I'd come into contact with. I've always loved to travel. With six kids and 60-hour work weeks for most of my adult life, travel was put on the back burner. Oh, that's funny, because who got to travel when they had kids for a while? She needed days? it. Christine asked her, and she said she needed a job. Right. What more right. do you want? That's right. Once we began to promote the show, we were able to visit major cities as a single family unit, something I never imagined would be possible. This freedom to be ourselves is unbelievable, unbelievably liberating. It's almost a luxurious feeling to go around in public as a family without fear or shame. Before this, only Mary, the legal wife, would go to Cody to any official functions. But now we go as a group, or in other words, where we go, one, we go, we go Whether or not people condone what we do, everyone acknowledges me as Cody's wife. The simple piece of not having to remember to use my cover story has been a relief. I love being able to express my pride and being Cody's wife without fear or anxiety. Ask gas. Naturally, the show has provided me opportunities to experience other things I would never have been able to, such as taking the kids on a camping trip to Big Bear. Oh, oh I think the Vanderpump Rules gang had like an issue at, with Big Bear. There was a oh. scandal about Big Bear. Um, or like Nauvoo. Nauvoo. Who wants to go to Nauvoo? Aurora. Nauvoo. <gasps> I can't wait to learn about the history of our culture. Oh, 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 you're coming. Yeah. Aurora's going. Uh, renting Let me a guess, cabin. Aurora's in... got shotgun the whole trip. Totally. Um, renting a ca- I'm really twitching today. I'm sorry, guys. I have no. Tourette's if you want to pass gas, you can pass. No, gas. I'm okay. I can read. Okay. I just I, I know that I'm twitching a lot. Um, no, but there was a damper. Oh, sorry. Uh, renting a cabin in the mountains at Christmas and going snowmobiling. But there was a damper put on things very quickly. The Lehigh City Police Department oh, announced oh. on the day our show premiered that they had been investigating our family since we introduced the show at the Television Critics Association. Wee, wee, wee. Mary, close up the back of the Go, day. go, go! <laughs> Gabe is like pushing something in like with a, yep. with a broomstick. Yep. I hate it. We introduced the show in September, and by November, it was clear that we were going to have to leave Utah or risk the safety of our family. Mm. We decided not to tell anyone, not our friends, co-workers, or even the producers of our show. We didn't want to make a big deal out of our decision, and we wanted to protect our children while we figured out our next move. In fact, we told TLC only shortly before we moved. We obviously had a production schedule lined up, and this was a huge change in those plans. We really weren't sure they could continue the show, but we had made our minds up as a family that it was the best thing for us to move out of state. Mm. By the way, this chapter is 1000% more interesting than Mary's last chapter where she just rambled on and on about how great their family was. Yeah. Yeah. She is. Janelle's giving us the tea, the actual celebrity part, which is the name of this chapter. Right. Right. Um, we really weren't uh, we uh, we really weren't sure if they would continue the show, but we had made our minds up as a family that it was the best thing for us to move out of state. 
We felt it would be best for our kids if we put some distance between our family and some of the emotional stressors in Utah. All right, guess what, guys? Guess what? Who who here likes being a family? (laughs) In six months, truly isn't going to matter anymore. It's always funny. Yeah, I know. know. Um, We felt it would be, uh, yeah, it was a heartbreaking moment when I explained to my children that we were moving to Vegas. Madison, my oldest daughter, began screaming, You can't make me go. I'm going to run away. Hunter, my second boy, just sobbed and sobbed. My oldest, Logan, was stoic. He simply squared his shoulders and said, Okay, that's what we need to do. He has the same speech impediment. <laughs> well, oh, he does. And also because he's like, this is going to fucking take forever. I got to pack up all my kids. We got to get it going. We know dad's not going to do anything. So. so I can't even put in two, two weeks uh, into my job. Uh, it was devastating. Robin's house. Yeah, I have to pack up Robin's house while Aurora like runs around like an idiot. It was devastating having to separate the kids from their friends and take them out of the big house. Here, guess what, though? Guess what? You can't tell anyone either. Ah! And guess what else? One more thing. Three days. Three days. But the dance, Dad. The first thing is the dance. <laughs> Sorry, Leon. The amount of fucking inside jokes. I don't know if we have more about The Office or we have more about Sister Wise. Um. <sighs> It was devastating having to separate the kids from their friends and take them out of the big house, the biggie housey. But it is my belief that everything happens for a reason. The move to Las Vegas has been instrumental in exposing our children to a more diverse culture. This is an important step to help them decide what faith they will follow when the time comes. For some of my children, I think polygamy would be an appropriate choice. For others, I'm not sure yet. I know that most of them are eager to return to Utah. The morality evident in Utah still appeals to many of the kids, and for this, I am grateful. Hmm. However, exposure to different types of people and different lifestyles will help my kids make better and more informed choices. I'm sure when they are off at college, and the only thing I ask of them is that they go to college unless they make Caleb Brush when they're 16 Uh, years old. That's the exception to the rule. Or they're going to work for the family business. Ah, the family business, yep. Uh, I'm sure they will look back on their time in Las Vegas, not as a trial, but as a period of intense and important growth. I have also seen some wonderful benefits for myself in the move to Las Vegas. Since we are living Mm. openly for the first time ever, I no longer have to censor myself. Censor yourself. What do you want to say? Probably a lot, actually. If you watch her on those couch interviews, she She wipes down. She's got a lot going on in that brain. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a much richer and diverse social life in Las Vegas than I ever had in Utah or Wyoming. Uh, I no longer you. worry about people coming into our houses. In fact, I am always excited to welcome our neighbors, something I never imagined I'd be able to do back in Utah. Oh. Despite the fact that for the first time in my life, I have a much larger circle of friends, leaving Utah has also been a period of personal upheaval for me. Obviously, my government job didn't travel with me. I struggled through a period of unemployment, which was difficult for a gal who had always defined herself by her career. I did a lot of behind-the-scenes family administration, but it didn't take the place of a full job. Yeah, no shit. Yeah. No You even know that Janelle coming. 
Come on. Cody and I both uh, more, uh, wait, Cody and I had both more and less time together. Less time as Cody was spread thin between four separate houses that were all on the exact same block. Um, mm-hmm. And more time because we were all looking for work again. Sure, Jan. Yeah, Cody and exactly. I released, yeah, remember Robin looked so hard for a job and there's oh. just nothing. 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 No one's hiring. When I'm yanked out of the familiar surroundings, I often begin to question my place in the world and in the family. Not having a job for the first time in ages really shook me. I've always identified myself as a career woman. And now for the first time in my life, I was a stay-at-home mom. Shortly after we arrived in Vegas, I found myself in the throes of a full-fledged identity crisis. I was miserable, and I took that misery out on others, especially Cody, because it's all his fucking fault. Um, I was on the veritable fault-finding mission. He couldn't do anything right. Every issue I'd ever had with him in the past began to bubble up and boil over. Our whole lives were in upheaval. I know that in order for things to settle down both physically and emotionally, Kohi and I would have to clean house, throw out the trash that had accumulated in our marriage, and move forward. But first, we had to hit rock bottom. Oh, I that's so sad. I know. No, you don't. Just Cody sucks. He gaslit her into being like, no, I wasn't You're actually doing anything. You're to issues. Okay, mm-hmm. this is your problem. I didn't know who I was anymore, and Cody was at, as lost as I was. We had to work to an even deeper level of honesty with each other. It was a very hard time. At one point, we even looked at each other and for the first time in our lives said, are we sure we married the right people? Um, For two weeks, we could barely be civil to each other. Oh, good Bravo server. Um, being alone was unpleasant, to say the least. I was in a foul, dark place, and Cody, instead of trying to lift my spirits, sunk down with me. There was no sweetness and little love. After 18 years of marriage, we were being downright brutally mean to each other. I knew that this I couldn't doubt continue. It. Yeah, I d- I- Cody was being mean Cody. to her, I'm sure. Yeah, exactly. I knew it couldn't continue. I didn't want our relationship to disintegrate. So one day I decided to say something caring to Cody. He immediately responded with something loving in return. And that was all it took. So she just needs to be sweet. Now, you sweet. Ladies, write this down, okay? And Jody, it took us... It took us 233 pages to finally understand. There it is. There it is. Okay. Uh, Pass gas. Um, Once the doors of communication between us were open once more, meaning I shut up about my feelings and just kiss his ass, I realized that I needed to be honest with myself about what I wanted from Cody and be able to ask for it. I also realized that I had begun to take Cody for granted. (laughs) I needed to give up as much as I was receiving from him. I hate this. Upon moving to Vegas, I had rebuilt the wall around myself and was unwilling to show any vulnerability. Uh, That's called smart, Janelle. Yeah. I told Cody I was going to let him in once more, but that he needed to, or that he had to tread carefully. Cody appreciated my honesty and my willingness to open up to him. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure he punched a hole in the fucking wall. Yep. He um, He in return communicated to me perhaps more honestly than he had in years. Some things he needed me to give him. More love and affection. As I've always said, our relationship keeps evolving. 
Where we are now is not where we will be in six months, but it is it always seems to get deeper and richer yeah. as time passes. When you passes. start at ground zero of love and intimacy, then yeah. yeah. When we decided to do the show, we never imagined we would be TV personalities. I'm still shocked when someone recognizes me while I'm jogging down the street at six in the morning in my sweats and sunglasses because Workout everyone calls me night. fat and I'm weighed on national TV and they go, yeah. whoa, 170. Oh, you are on the edge of the grave of death. God. Yeah. Fame was never on our radar. Our intention was simply to educate people and increase tolerance for our way of life. I hope that we'll be able to do the show until it runs its natural course on television, until we're bored with it or people are bored with us. Well, it ain't happening, babe. We're still I'm here. Yeah, we're here. It's fun. Awesome. It. It's fun. Period. But when it's over, it's over. Soon our kids will be in college, and after that, we'll be busy with grandkids. We'll look back on the show as something fun we did at one point in our lives. Yeah, I'm I really that sure that's how they're thinking of the show right fun. at this moment. <laughs> I hope that when it's over, we'll have changed people's perceptions of polygamy. Uh, not really, but you confirmed what we all believe. You, you made us uh, hate it more. Yeah. I do not understand how people cannot be tolerant in this day and age. Once I left mainstream religion and joined an alternative faith, I grew to respect all people who recommit to their beliefs on a daily basis, despite public opinion. I hope our show is a testimony to that strength. It will be our legacy. Now that I've experienced what a difference it makes to talk about my faith openly, I can't imagine not encouraging others to do the same. Bye, guys. <laughs> Oh, you're muted. Classic Chanel again. You're still muted, babe. <laughs> you're still muted. Here I am. Classic Chanel moment, out all over. Yeah. All right, guys. Saved. Smash that like button before we go. And uh, we'll be back. We're nearing the end. We're going to have Christine's chapter. Nachos. And then uh, who's after Christine? Robin. Robin. Giggity, giggity. And then Cody in the epilogue. Yeah. So join us next week. Uh, subscribe. Hit that like button. Check out Patreon. Anything else, Amanda? No, just everyone um, say goodbye to Latrice. <gasps> Bye. There she is. Oh, gosh. she's. Uh, we're going to go to the outro. We're just going to hear Janelle. you screaming. Holy shit. She's Janelle. She's, she's going to scratch you. Hey, guys. I just that is Janelle. <laughs> I, I just need these pancakes all right bye oh guys we love you don't all right uh love you see you later you're Smash all adults yeah bye bye bye, bye. well guys it's been a blast thank you so much for joining us today on our we love to hate everything channel Please do not forget to hit that subscribe button. Give us a like or even a comment and click on that bell if you want notifications because you never know when we might pop up and go live. Please check out our other two podcasts on Patreon where we snark on even more TV, movies, and pop culture. We got Total Request Podcast. That's patreon.com slash trpod. And we love to hate TV. Patreon.com slash love to hate TV. 
Thanks again, and we will see you next time. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.